a lot of things that we do in school is theory. You read a lot of books about theory, what men said hundreds of years ago, 50 years ago, 25 years ago. You know, you, you think and grow rich and all these books here. But until you really get into the lifestyle, until you really get around men, do you really feel the power that those books are actually talking about? Um, you know, these these axioms, these proverbs are what they call short phrases for long experience. The, the proverbs of Solomon came from decades and decades of trial and error. And the line within is that short community after a long experience that Chris has been through, and he's compiling it from his perspective and other men to bring to you so you can enjoy it just as fast as you enjoy a meme, right? So how beautiful is that to get decades and decades of experience month by month to month to men who are living through it? Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is A.B. Ridgeway. I am the owner of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management, Mr. Christian Finance himself, and the host of Financial Advisors say the darndest things. And I want to take a, a quick moment to thank all of you for the wonderful emails congratulating my nephew on his graduation from Harvard University. It was a great time, and I'm even more motivated to continue to pour financial knowledge into the next generation so we all can be rich and righteous. Today, we have a special guest, Chris Granger, who is the founder of The Line Within. The Line Within, us, is a community that provides you the encouragement to become the leaders you are predestined to be. Their main focus lies within three categories, health, mental and physical, wealth, which is your career and your finances, and self, husbands, fathers, brothers in Christ. But by sharpening these areas of our lives, they believe that we can find the strength needed to stand firm in our faith and show the world the lion within us. How beautiful is that? So before I bring on Chris, I just want to give you a short synopsis of today's episode and why you need to stick around. We will discuss the inspiration behind the lion within. We'll follow up on our episode with Stu and David from Fill in the Storehouse about the responsibilities for men to be leaders in their family and community and how you can unlock your manly powers we will end it with a discussion around the rite of passage and how this rite doesn't just happen at puberty, but it is a constant refinement through the word of God. So if you're a man of faith stuck in a rut concerning your health, your wealth, and internal self, you're going to love our next guest because he has built a community to provide you with the answers for you to unlock the line within. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Chris Granger. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing well. I hope you are. Good, good. I am doing very well. And thank you so much for joining us on Financial Advisors Say the Darndest Things. Um, as our audience may or may not know, you actually were on Filling the Storehouse with Stu and Davi. So if they caught that episode, um, they should go and check out your episode there as well. Yeah, they were, they were fun guys to work with. Love those guys. Yeah, very, very good guys. And you are in the same vein. So for many of us who have experienced who they were through kind of the stewarding of the God's wealth and things of that nature. But today it's all about you, Chris. So today we are going to highlight all the hard work that you are doing and how you are contributing to this kind of manosphere, right? This idea of building strong men for our community. So uh, can we start out by just giving us a little background about who you are and, and let the listeners know? Oh, absolutely. Thank you again for this opportunity. So yeah, I, my name is Chris Granger. And I started this community 
called the Lion Within Us. Roughly in, in 2021 is when we launched everything. And then last year we started actually having the online community aspect of it. Uh, I did not grow up in church. I, I, I grew up, you know, started going to church uh, when I was 16 because my high school girlfriend at the time went to church. So I did not, I can't say I had righteous reasons for going, uh, but I found Jesus when I was there. And but one thing that really wasn't there were other men that were shepherding me, that were guiding me, that were directing me, that were, you know, checking me, if you will, when I would step out of line. So I basically did what I wanted to do in my twenties and just, you know, completely my way, living by the three words, I got this, get out the way and just let me do my thing. And then I found myself, man, it's just, it, it's so, uh, it's such a bad path of destruction and loneliness. Um, I ended up lots of debt, lots of bad financial decisions, which I'm sure a lot of your listeners listen to, you know, are, are very in tune to, uh, just making, trying to be better stewards. Uh, and then my, my wife at the time left, I had a three and a five year little girl that was there with me. Uh, they were standing there. So, okay, dad, what do we do now? I was like, we're just going to lean into God. And so I've just been through a lot of trials and tribulations that have, unfortunately, you know, I've had to walk through these, but I've, I've been able to just come through it and been able to help so many men now who are going through these things. You know, I've, I've like I said, I've walked through a divorce. I've been a single dad. I've gotten remarried and um, been blessed with a, with a, of just such a godly woman now because we're doing life God's way. We put him at the center of our marriage along with the center of our finances. And then, you know, I've, I've walked through losing a child and what that, what that pain feels like. And I understand that there's no pain like kid pain. So just being able to take all these experiences and ultimately see that there's an opportunity here to serve others. And I, again, kind of going back to that point I talked about when I was 16, create something for men to come together and actually help each other because the local church is terrible at men's, at men's fellowship. It just, it's just a, it's just a common, it's a, it's a known fact. I've talked to pastors all over and they all agree. Like we do great with kids. We do great with youth. We do great with the elderly. Uh, we even do great with women from time, you know, on a lot of the women type of, of ministries, but connecting with the men is so hard. And that's what I lean into. That's what I try to create each and every day. And that's what the line with Dennis is all about. Wow. That's beautiful. And I, I, I love your story is because you have an ability to connect with people on a different level that many won't be able to, you know, we, we, on this program, we talk about the difference between sympathy and empathy, you know, the mm -hmm. ability to feel sorrow for someone because they're just sad and the ability to connect with that sorrow because you've been through something very similar. And you bring right. up a great point as far as the, the gap in between the men's ministry and the church. And I think this is, you know, point, you know, sort of by our egos as well as men, because the issues that are plaguing us as leaders of our family are not really appropriate for the church, right? It doesn't bring in the, the seats. It doesn't keep people in the pews, right? So when you talk right. about financial responsibility, when you're talking about discipline, when you're talking about how to raise a child, um, despite the fact that you are dealing with a um, a different dynamic as far as a woman's perspective of raising a child, which is more aligned with the gentle parenting, the loving and right. the compassion. But men are actually dealing with their own demons. But some of those demons, as far as pornography are concerned, as far as debt is concerned, as far as even aggression and, and violence, because we do have higher testosterone. You know, we, f yep. we find threats and things that are going on. Those aren't happening in the church. And I think there's a big disconnect. But even though 
in the Bible itself, it's a lot of that. David was huge. Like if you read the, David is not just the guy with the slingshot that defeats the Goliath and it ends the story right there. Right. Right. If you are a man and you read that story, you're like, man, David was going through something. And now I understand why he's God's favorite because he tested him so, so much that any regular man would have broke. Right. Right. So the line within. So let's let's talk a little. Let's dive a little bit more into the details of the line within. So um, my listeners may or may not know as well. You're a podcast host of the line within where you discuss some of these issues, where you break down some of these scriptures as well. So can you talk a little bit more about your podcast? Because I think that's going to lay the foundation about who you are and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, it's called the line within us. And so we drop three times a week and our the structure of the show really ultimately is point everybody to Christ and then ones that are, are walking with Christ, let's just get them a little bit closer. That is it. And if at the end of the week, if they listen to the show and they do that, uh, then mission accomplished some weeks are better than others. Right. So it's just, we, right. we, we, but we're very consistent. So on Mondays we drop what's called our spiritual kickoff. And that's just me unpacking a little scripture. Usually it's a verse or two. It's nothing heavy, but it's just uh, ultimately it's all about simplifying and applying God's word. It's just trying to help them give my perspective. Okay, here's what I'm seeing. Here's how I how how we can apply this directly to your life, and that usually leads into our Wednesday episode. And Wednesday is either an interview uh, with an expert on a topic, or it's a, it's it's me. I, I go through different types of scenarios, and it's usually focused on areas of health, wealth, and self that you talked about earlier. Uh, but we've just had some phenomenal guests. Pastor Joby Martin from Florida. Uh, he's the lead pastor of the church at 1122. Tim Tebow goes to his church. Uh, him, uh, uh, Al Robertson from Duck Dynasty has come on the show. And you hear these guys and you see them on social media. But when you actually just can sit and talk to them and you realize the struggles they have are, are just like the struggles we have, you know, right. and, and the struggles are real and the spiritual warfare is real. So I think that's why our listeners love the interviews and the connections there. And then on Fridays, we release a fun Friday episode. It's kind of where I recap the week. I give them a health, wealth, and a self tip. Uh, I give them a couple of dad jokes because we're all about having a little bit of fun going into the weekend. Uh, book of the week, we always we, we highlight the importance of reading to sharpen our minds. Uh, and we go from there. So when you're, when you're niche down and you have a, a primary focus and you're solving problems, people are going to come to you, you know, um, this is kind of on topic, off topic. A lot of people think podcasting is about coming on here and just saying how you feel and then having people swarm you and listen to it. No, we're problem solvers. We're doing the research. As you said, you're right. reading the books. You're getting the feedback from the men. You're getting honest um, opinions and, and suggestions from men who actually live it and not necessarily just theory. These are actually practical tips that you can take and you can apply into your life. And people are looking for solutions when they're listening to us. They're not listening. They're not coming for um, a, a Vinny Vedivici speech. Yeah, I came, I saw, and I conquered speech. They're here to say, hey, right. I have a problem. I need a solution from somebody that I can truly understand. So um, with that said, let's make the, the first transition here. We're going to talk about leadership here, um, men in the word of God. And the first topic I want to talk about is financial responsibility um, and understanding if you have made the decision to retire um, you are responsible for the emotional and the financial well-being of your family. So can you talk about some of the, the ways that you help men solve some of their financial issues? You know, do you do you go over their investments? Do you talk about savings or do you, do you talk about, you know, grandchildren? What does that look like for you? Can you walk me through it? Yeah, absolutely. The answer is yes. So it's all those things, right? <laughs> so, I mean, we, I, I wrote an ebook that that really speaks to all those areas. And, and that's really the, the main piece we try to lead with just to get just put that in front of people, work through it, but it all comes down, A.B., to stewardship. 
bottom line. And that's a word that we don't use enough and because we think that it's our money. And if I can just – so when I coach guys, no matter if they're they're trying to build wealth during that season of life or if they're if they're work, really working through debt management, because I coach a lot of guys that are just trying to get through that debt management just so they can start saving, uh, it comes down to that stewardship mindset uh, and just understanding what that looks like. Because I always start with giving. And it's, it's, it's usually the piece that gets the most pushback because, well, Chris, I don't have enough to give. Well, yeah, I totally get that you're, you're up against it right now. But if you get this right, you give God an opportunity to, to, to move and trust him right now in this season, how much wonderful things can happen. So right. I spent a lot of time just talking about that. So I basically, I break it down in four buckets, giving, saving, spending, and investing. And that ebook that I wrote speaks to each one of those. Uh, all with that tie back to how do I be a good financial steward? And I do some weird things, AB. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a weird kind of guy sometimes. I mean, I, I'm all about, I don't like car payments. I don't like paying for things that depreciate. I'm all about making investments in things that appreciate. And, and when you start thinking about that and trying to live that way, that's completely against the way the world is. You know, yeah. this whole instant gratification thing, man, it is wrong. It's mm-hmm. completely wrong. I've talked to people, I've coached people, who have a half a million dollars in student loan debt and with a PhD in physics making 80 grand. Yep. I'm like, bro, you should be making 300. Like, what are you doing? Like, seriously. So sometimes you just got to snatch people up. Right. So it's just making them think, take God out the box. Remember that who we serve, you know, he's, he's bigger than any of our plans and just get that stewardship mindset that I'm a manager of what God has provided. And if I'm faithful and what he provides me now, then you know what? The, more blessings may come, but it's I, I'm not a prosperity gospel guy. Right. I'm a gospel guy, and I just try to say, you know what? You're going to have hardships. You're going to have things come up in life, but be a good steward no matter what, and if you do that, things will come, man. So it's just uh, the ebook really breaks it down. It's like 60 or something pages. I put a lot of effort into that, so be glad to share a link out with you guys to, to, to check that out if, inter- if interested. I think a lot of people will be interested. You know, those who are serious. You know, I, I think one thing I love about you and, and your show is that you actually disqualify people. It's like, listen, if you're not ready to change, if you don't think that you're going to take that leap of faith, then this isn't for you. But if you're right. sick and tired of being sick and tired, this is where you want to go. This, I'm, I'm laying this all out for you. I've been there. I've been through the divorces. I've been through the loss of children. I've been through all those type of things. And yep. if you if you want to get on the other side, then, and then feel free. You know, in, in the Bible, it talks about that a man that doesn't take care of his family is worse than a non-believer. We talk about this all the time. So there's three levels. There's people who take care of their family and their believers. There's non-believers who don't even care about God. And then underneath there are believers who don't take care of their family. And financial right. responsibility is a part of that. And that means pulling yourself up by the bootstrap. I'm going to make one more comment, too, because you made a great comment about debt. Um, here, we don't like debt either. We don't like, we love, like you said, uh, delayed gratification. And that's what... Um, Saving is, is pushing your purchasing power into the future. Yes, just because you make $200,000 doesn't mean you have to spend $200,000. If you live right. $100,000, you could push that $100,000 in the future. And we think there's three levels of wealth as well. Three levels of people who have wealth. There's the wealthy at the top. There's the poor who has little to none, but that's fine. And then you have the people in debt who want to live and look like the people who are um, wealthy. And that's right. where the problem is. We're, we, have, yeah. we have a society of people who are worse than the poor, who have little to none, and they are trying to convince them that they're better. <laughs> I said, right. it, it is better for you to be humble, have an apartment, maybe a chair, maybe one TV, out of debt, you know, making your, your fifty dollars to $80,000 per year, than to be $500,000 in debt, 
making your 20,000 yep. and you have a title at your job as a, the lead researcher or whatever it may be. That's an illusion yep. of man. But when we focus on God, we see that it's, it's not about prosperity because even though Solomon talks about prosperity, he talks about wisdom. He talks about prosperity and wealth that comes with wisdom. But at the same time, we're, we're acting like the fool. Right. Right. So I right. encourage everybody who, who wants to know what we're talking about in a deeper sense, go read Proverbs. It's very simple. Some of them are like 30 verses. There's 30 Proverbs. Go look at it. And God actually Man. explains what true wealth is. It's not always about the dollar. It's about the knowledge and the wisdom to apply it. Because if you don't have the wisdom with the wealth, you're going to lose it. So Amen. let's let's make another step here forward if we can. Now, let's talk about this ego. Now, most men have too much pride to say that they don't know. Have you come across that? You know, men who, when they first come, they're like, do you have a problem? Uh, yeah, kind of. And then as you you dig a little bit deeper, you start seeing some of those underlining things that you come across. Yeah, absolutely. It's called the pride of life, right? That's the yep. three tools. That's the third tool of the evil one. And we know uh, the lust of flesh, the lust of the eyes and pride of life. And it's real. What I have found is when you do it in person in a church, let's just say a church example, a, a church environment, for example, guys are very reserved because what you want to show at church is I got everything figured out. I don't need any help. I got this. You just back up off, back up on me because I'm basically just checking my box and my wife will leave me alone. That's what most guys think, right? Right, right. And I just keep it real. So what I found with the lion is when they come in, because we built this as an online community, guys are very more open to being transparent and vulnerable right out the gate. I mean, I've had guys in the very first meeting drop about the issues with pornography, the issues with their with their kids or their wife or their financial issues. I have one guy, one member right now who's just really up against the wall with financially. And they're just, they're, they're very transparent is the best word I can say. And I ask, I've asked so many guys like, why, why did you join this community? And now all of a sudden you're bringing this up. And they're like, well, for one, I, we just feel like, you know, there, there's a level here of, of openness because we've, we've built that culture within our community where they just, they, 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 there's no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. And we, we show that every day, no matter what you're dealing with. But I think the bigger thing that several of them have brought up, and I think it's kind of comical, is like, look, man, I can bring up my issues with porn with this group. And I'm not going to run into you guys at the restaurant after after church, you know, or run into, or my wife's not going to run into you at, at the grocery store. Right. So there's a, just a, that level of separation that I think they just, it, it it's really built an, an environment again, where these guys are just, they're willing to open up and share. And when they do that though, man, it is so cool because I've seen all of a sudden now, Hey, this guy has this issue with this. And all of a sudden three guys pop up. Hey, I've had that too. Here's what I've done, and it's just been beautiful to see these guys come together and just you, know, you talk about iron sharpening iron out of Proverbs, brother. This I see it, and all the meetings that we have, and we have we have something happening every day within a lion, and you can't fake that, and you can't like manufacture that either. You just it has to be there because it has to be the core of who you are, and that's really what I try to keep focus at, at the lion with Dennis. That's a blessing, you know, a place where men can feel safe to be vulnerable. You know, it used to be a time men used to, you know, have people leave the house or they leave the house and they go to the bar. And that used to be their their safe space mm -hmm. where they can kind of talk openly around other men. But to, to establish this community where men who feel maybe lost or maybe that they have some questions or, or don't want to feel like they're alone because, you know, just the the loneliness and dealing with some of those traumas, you feel like you're the only one. But to, to have people raise their hand in support. And says, listen, I've gone, I've been here, I've gone to the other side. We talk about empathy, a society or community, excuse me, filled with empathy. 
Because, you know, as as the leader of your household, your wife is not going to be able to empathize with the fact that you have no one to turn on. When when she's right. in trouble, she leans on you. When your children are in trouble, they lean on her and they lean on you. But where do you go when you need help besides God? Obviously, we all could turn to God. But, you know, where is that community? And it looks like that's within the line within. So um, blessings to you for establishing something like that. Um, let me make this last point, too. I kind of want to get your thoughts on here. As, as far as letting go and letting God. Um, guide you to the right mentor. So we we heard this topic, a lot of us who've been to church, um, whether for the right reasons or not, <laughs> but letting go and letting God and then uh, allowing him to put mentors into your um, your life. How do you choose what type of people actually come and speak to the line within? So um, is there a criteria? You know what I mean? Because we have to be very careful. We don't want the blind lean the blind. Right. We, oh, yeah. don't, we don't we want to have some type of control over the environment to make sure that we're leading everyone back to the word of God, almost like what you said. So what does that criteria look like um, and what does that typical man look like that that needs that healing? That's ready. That sounds like it. Right. So far as the men that are in the community, the, the men that, that come to the community and what type of man needs to come into yep. that community. And yep. first and first and foremost, ideally. Christian man, right? I mean, right. We're, we want to make sure we're not unequally yoked. Uh, we have had a believer, a non-believer, join before. And he quickly realized that that you know that probably wasn't the best place for him, and he he had, he got out of the community. So really, it's Christian men that want to grow, you know, because if you feel like you've got all this stuff figured out and you're just checking a box, uh, then, then it's you're not going to enjoy it. It's not going to be any value to you because we're 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 teaching leadership principles and ideas and thoughts and actions that require work. You know, we have a dad workshop going on right now and it's called a workshop for a reason because to be a better strong, to be a stronger dad, you got to go to work. Right. You know, the same thing for building a business. We have business meetings. So, I mean, there's, there's areas there that if you're just lukewarm and you're just, you're just trying to check boxes, you are totally going to not like anything. I say, <laughs> you're not going <laughs> to like the community. Like you're not just, it's just not going to be for you. But if you're the type of guy that, you know what, I want to do, I want to make a bigger impact in my community. I want to have a bigger influence on the people around me. I want to help my local church because we're not the local church. We are a supplement. And I try to make sure that's very clear. Yes. And this could be a great way for you to do that. Cause we, we've had guys that take our content right now and they and go to their local church and they start their own, their own men's groups. And I mean, I have several guys who have done this and one of them is leading like a men's group of 70 people now using the line within this content. And I'm just like, keep going, bro. Like, just go do it. You know, so that's the type of man that we're looking for, the ones that, that want to get better, that, that they, they know they have room to grow. And right now, usually that demographic is in the late, tw early 30s, late 20s, mm -hmm. up to in our in their 60s. You know, we usually find the guys in their early 20s we can't serve because they know everything anyway. Uh, so they have to figure out that life has kicked them in the butt a few times. And then they say, OK, well, I, I, this is why I need community. So that, that hopefully that gives you a good rundown. That does. And, you know, speaking of, let's pull up the line within. Those who are watching this on video can see this, and I'm going to try to talk through uh, this as well for people who have the audio version uh, here. So this is the line within website. Um, you can download their free guide to become the leader God intends you to be, uh, 30 days to unleash the line within. Um, there are tons of resources that you can have here, um, whether it's through the podcast, as you, as you see up here, um, other resources, just daily spiritual kickoff, um, you can actually join the community, and that's where the power is going to be. So um, a lot of us want to consume the material, and, and we really appreciate that as well. But we also want to make sure that we are participating in something that's going to help us grow um, as men. 
Now, one of the things he talked about was investing. He wanted to talk about things that were going to appreciate um, and not depreciate. And one of the things that we want to really focus on is investing in yourself. That is something that's going to appreciate over and over and over with compound interest. We talk about compound interest all the time here on our show um, because I think it's very important for us to understand that the things that we put into ourselves is going to permeate every aspect of our lives, whether it's financial, um, whether it's mental, whether it's spiritual. So what I want you to do, I do want you to go to the Lion Within, um, T-H-E-L-I-O-N, W-I-T-H-I-N dot U-S. Um, I'm going to say that again, the line within dot U-S. Um, and I want you to take a look at the website. It's a beautiful website. has a lot of resources. As I said before, 10 scriptures to fight like a lion, nine daily habits that lead to success for a lion. Um, you can also take a quiz. How strong of a Christian leader are you? Being able to identify where you are so you know exactly where you want to be. And for those who do want to book Chris, obviously there's links there as well. So um, I don't want to spoil the whole website for you, but um, I do want you to check it out. Um, there is ability for you to join the community. I think there is a special offer that Chris um, gives um, as far as those who want to sign up and, and see what it's all about because you may be on the fence. Um, I think it's a good opportunity for Chris to kind of talk about um, what he um, what he believes um, is the best way to approach the line within. So as you have this page pulled up right there, I mean, it just, it's a great reminder. So I mean, that 30 days to unleash the line within, that's a great way to get started. Cause I'm just, what I'm going to do right there. That's a, that's a, a, a way where you're going to get about every other day through the course of a month, a message, a direct message from me that really speaks to how you can, can be that leader God intends you to be. And I'm not talking about like fluffy verses and makes you feel good. I'm talking about how can we get practical and, a, and simple, again, simplify and apply God's word to be, to walk this stuff out. So that's a great way. That's a free way to get started. Uh, we did start this thing called a daily spiritual kickoff where that's within our community. And that's for $5 a month. If you, what I do every, every morning I go live in our community, I read scripture and I just, point out what the Holy Spirit reveals to me. And we have guys who can interact, they can chat. So that's a great way to get started. Or the full-blown community, as AB was talking about there, that's right here, 30-day free trial. Because I don't like to do anything without letting people see what it's all about, you know, jumping in. So you get a month. Come in for a month, see if you like it, see if it serves you, see if the if the different resources, the events and things like that are, are something that would be, you know, that, that of, of value to you. And the, the latest thing we launched, I think we've even launched it since we talked last, is our leadership coalition program. So this is for people in, in leadership roles in business. So this is a this is kind of like a B2B type solution. So uh, we're putting together our cohorts. We, we already have our first cohort lined up. So we're starting in September. This is a 12-session leadership program that takes God's word and, and the principles taught in God's word and how can we apply it in our workspace? And I'm not talking about for pastors. This is really designed more for the secular worker who works. You know, you're you're a believer, but you have a job out there in the real world, right? So how do we take and apply these principles? So I, I'm so excited about that to get started. So, you know, we're taking applications now for for people who want to consider that. So, again, that's on our main website, thelionwithin.us. You can check out that leadership coalition. And I'm pretty amped up on that. So there's... There's so many ways. Obviously, the podcast is free. There's all sorts of stuff. I'm all about helping people. So I think between those resources, hopefully something may tickle somebody's ear and they want to take action and connect with us. And I think that's the beauty of it, right? I, I think this, it, me and you are very aligned. 
Uh, the same thing we do at AB Ridgeway Wealth Management. We provide you with the resources, but, you know, whether it's a webinar that you want to attend, maybe it's a Bible study that you want to, um, you know, drop in at, or, or, or maybe, like you said before, it's just, it's just fellowship. You know, it's like, hey, I want to I want to see one of the lives or, or stewarding God's wealth. It's not that there's just so much you're going to be overwhelmed. We're just trying to feed you the way that you want to be fed. Um, we're not trying to, to, you know, tell you to eat the whole cow, just one bite at a time. You That's know, right. chip in. We, we want to make sure that everyone feels welcome in these different types of spaces. So um, for those who are listening, once again, and you're like, well, I don't know what it's going to be like. I'm a little afraid. Okay, one yep. month free. So just to give you some insight, this is the type of conversations that we have. So as you're listening now and the tips that we're giving as far as finding a safe space, as far as being a great father, as far as being a leader, these are the lessons that you're going to get, but not just in a 30 to 45 minute podcast, but you're going to get it where you're going to be engaged. You can actually talk about your real life, your real issues and get them solved in a community that loves and supports you and all coming from a biblical perspective. So these aren't theories that come up with people who who don't have God in mind. We are God focused and we're going to make sure that you get closer to God in your journey and not further away like some of these gurus on YouTube. You know, they, they want to take you down this route. Um, that's just is not the way that God wants you to go. Right. So let's 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 take a little leap of faith here. Um, I want to talk about something I talked about with Stu and David. And I want to okay. bring this up with you because I think the topic is very relevant. You said that your your core audience is, is pretty much like your your late 20s and and sometimes even up to your 60s. But the rite of right. passage right here in America, we really don't have a rite of passage here. The, the problem is, you know, historically in other cultures, they have bar mitzvahs. They have other things that they do in order to say, listen, you've gone from a boy to a man. Um, right. We used to have the military used to be a great way to do that. You know, you go to boot camp, you become a soldier, you know, that, that, that kind of rite of passage. So can we talk about the rite of passage as far as adulthood is concerned? Right. Because okay. a lot of us are already men. Right. We've already kind of crossed that 18, 21. You can, you know, do those things type yep. idea. Um, so how do you feel about the rite of passage? Is there anything that you do for these men um, is similar to like maybe a rite of passage? Yeah, man, it's so crazy you're asking this question. Because, yeah, I mean, we talk about this a lot and we're planning. A, we have our first live event in October. But it's, I think this is important. This is a missing element. I think this is a missing element that the church is is, is completely blind to. And we got it. We, we need to be talking about it because just because you're, uh, you know, 18 or 21 or or you have a full-time job. None of these things check a box that, that you're actually a man, you know? Same thing about being a father. Anybody can get a girl pregnant, but it takes a real man to be a dad, right? right. So it's a, just a big difference there between that. So it's that I think we're building some resources right now. We're actually in the middle of moving our, our personal, my, my physical location. We're, we're in the process of, of getting a farm, and we want to create that environment to, for men to have that rite of passage, you know, for – for themselves as well as their children, you know, because we don't do that. We don't, we, there's really nothing out there that we do to, to get that rite of passage, particularly for the, the next generation, but even for ourselves, you know, there are so many baby Christians out there and I'm not picking on them, but they just are right. And the only way you're going to grow in your faith, and I, I'll, I'll pick on them because I was one, right. And I'm still right. in many ways growing. I'm not trying to make anyone think I'm some, some, some Pharisee or prophet or something. No, <laughs> but it's every day, the process of I get into the word, I pick it up and I try to walk it out. It's every day, you know, and that process of san progressive sanctification is real. And I think just more and more men need to realize that, you know what, I don't have to get this thing right right now. 
right. as long as I'm getting better each and every day, you know, that's the big thing. And I think that's what we're missing. We're missing that opportunity to show these guys how they can do that, how they can actually walk this out because many of them get intimidated when they pick up the Bible or it's hard to relate to it or they don't really know where to start. We do all that for you. We, we, we help you out with, 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 with guided curriculum. It's like the daily spiritual kickoff and just where you're not alone. You can actually do this. And it's not like a pastor preaching to you, which was, don't get me wrong. I, I think there's tons of value in the men that are called to be pastors. I'm just saying sometimes outside of that service on Sunday, that can't be the only time you're being fed. Mm. You would not eat just on Sunday for one hour because right. about Tuesday, you'd be ready to kill somebody. Right. You know, I mean, you just be starving. But we think we can just go for one Sunday, maybe even one Sunday twice a month, because the average person doesn't even go to church every every week, and get fed, and that's and that's supposed to sustain us. I'm like, bro, no way, no you way. know, it's just impossible. So that's what it's about, and I think the rite of passage is so important, so far as men just recognizing that we're never done, but you always better be moving forward, and that's kind of what I try to to really teach and not preach, but just teach and and, and prioritize and give the guys these resources to do that. I love it. You know, I was kind of in a crossroad, my crossroad myself when I was starting my Christian investment firm, because almost like what you said, this is not the church, but it's a supplement to the church. Um, we talk about going beyond the tithing is because the only financial literacy we really find in church is how to move the decimal over to the left and, and give our 10 percent. Like that's the only right. mathematical things we do. But, you know, as as Christians, how do we build wealth to the point where we feel comfortable giving? Right. Where it's like if you are barely making it at some point, someone has to be the less fortunate. Right. And the idea here is that if we can teach you to delay the gratification, to live below right. your means, then you have enough money to give, even if it's a dollar, 10 percent of a dollar right. that you have over. But if you are, uh, I'll say this a little extreme worshiping credit cards, because I tell people this all the time. And, and those who are listening probably heard me say this a million times. When you buy things with a credit card, you're not buying anything. You're really creating a micro loan. That plastic is a micro loan. So just because yeah. you got the receipt doesn't mean the transaction's over. You still owe someone. So you got the goods and you still owe. You didn't buy anything until you right. paid off. So sometimes you may think that you're paying $20, but it could be 25 It could be 30 It could be 35 depending on how long you hold that interest. So we have to be very conscious of us saying, oh, well, here. I'm going to buy this. I'm going to buy this. And I'm not going to wait until I get paid. I'm going to do it early, right? It's this mentality right. we have to develop. So so let's move on a little bit here to the different rights of patches. And there's three, actually three levels of finances. We have the accumulator stage, which is like your early 20s where you're buying, you know, you're getting into debt, you're buying homes, you're buying your car, you're, you know, you're raising children, you may begin education. We have preservation. So that's like when you're getting ready to retire, you're preparing for the next 20, 30 years, and then we have distribution. So you're talking about right. tax-efficient distributions to beneficiaries and other relatives. But I really want to focus on this preservation aspect, right? Men who are kind of preparing to retire, who are uh, you know investing into their 401ks, people who have their IRAs. Um, can you speak to the financial kind of guidance that you provide for men in that area? You know, they're, they're 55, maybe 65 years old, maybe later in life, they may have some grandchildren. What are some tips that you you give them to start thinking about their finances um, from a biblical perspective? Yeah, I mean, really, the Bible talks about you have to prepare for, you know, prepare, prepare your field for the future and understanding that, you know what, 
you are responsible for that. So there's so many guys when they get to that stage of life, they just feel defe defeated or they're never going to retire. And I said, you're, you know, you're right with that mindset. You're not. So either you can start right now and use the, 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 the variable of compound interest that everybody keeps forgetting is, is time. So even if it's, if you start, it, you, there's never a bad time to start. So just start doubling down. So for guys, when they get to that point, usually I try to make sure they understand that the investments that they're making in themselves is a really good investment, you know? So take the time. You may have to pay right a little bit more right now or make a little bit more of a sacrifice right now. Uh, and then I'm also really big lately on talking to guys that have been W2 employees their entire lives to find other ways to create income streams mm -hmm. and, and, and diversify that. Cause we all, you, when you think investment, you think diversifying your portfolio and I totally get it, but so many of us are now, we just think that we can only get paid from one source. Right. And it's like, if you go back a hundred years ago, 97% of Americans were entrepreneurs, right? That many were farmers, right. but they were, and then 3% were in the workforce, but the industrial revolution changed everything. And now everyone works for someone, but don't forget it. God created created us to create. Yeah. So that could be many different ways. And when you start revealing to people those types of ideas, we talk about that a lot within Alliant, man, ideas start coming and the different ways to create revenue, whether it's with real estate investments, with you know, VRBOs, short term, whatever. There's, there's different ways to create that, that rev, those revenue streams that can have an impact. We just got to put God out the box and, and step back from the force sometimes to think about what are the skills that he has given me right. and how can I use those to ultimately, you know, to, to build more wealth here on earth. Because as long as you glorify him with the wealth he's given you, that's a good thing because the scarcity mindset is false. We're not supposed to live in that scarcity mindset. He wants us to have life and have it what? Abundantly. So, so let's have the abundant life. And that means get to work, create some different revenue streams and don't be, you know, putting down the Christians who are out there crushing it either, man. Like stop that. If they're right. crushing it and they're Christian and they're doing things to, to build the kingdom, support it. Like be all in on that. Quit being that, that covenant type of mindset. So I think that's where I try to point a lot of guys. And now it's been like, Oh wow. Like I could probably create. And I love asking this question. If you needed to make an extra 50 grand this year, what would you do? Right. And that's a very thought-provoking question. Like, well, I don't know. I, I mean, you, you may be able to make it what overtime, but it, you'll be killing yourself. Well, what what could you do creatively with the talents that God has given you to make fifty thousand dollars this year? Amen. If you got real creative with that, you could figure it out. And that's that type of thinking is really where we're at. Yeah, and I think too, also knowing where you're at. So that kind of leads me into this this next part here. We, we really need to get a grasp on where we are financially because we're losing money on some of the smallest decisions, right? Right. Um, recently, I'm I'm a, I'm a give an example that a lot of you may understand. When you go to these restaurants, they're charging you four percent for to using credit cards now, right? If you use cash, right. even at the gas station, if you use cash, you save your four percent. But a lot of people still aren't thinking that way. They're not thinking, okay, maybe I should buy this with cash and save four percent right. because they're thinking, oh, it's just the five dollars here or six dollars here. But that money starts to add up. Now, if you take out some money for those purchases, you're going to save money. Now, obviously, we don't want to be penny wise and dollar foolish. So let's take that a step further. When you're talking about interest rates, you know, when you're talking about refinancing your mortgage, you know, down one or two percent or half a percent when the market is, um, you know, available to do that. Um, your investments. I love this analogy. It's a, a woman goes to the market and she fills her bucket up with grain. And on her way back home, there happens to be a hole in the back of the 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 bucket and the grain starts to leak out. So when she gets to the house, 
she realized she doesn't have as much grain as she thought that she did. And that's what happens to a lot of us with our money. We're losing money on transaction fees. We're losing money on DoorDash or things or conveniences that we can do ourselves, um, clothing that we don't need, uh, marketing, you know, this conspicuous consumption. So um, with that said, I do want to show my listeners and, and those who are on YouTube um, a way that you can kind of organize your your finances. And that's what we do at AB Ridgeway Wealth Management. We we plan to make God proud by finding out all the resources that you have, where we can plug up those holes so you can have more money in retirement. And we'll be right back after this short message. You were looking forward to your retirement. When that day comes, you hope you saved enough money to cover your expenses and have some left over for fun. But it can be tricky to come up with a plan to meet your goals. How much should I save? When can I retire? What lifestyle can I afford? We're here to help. We can create a comprehensive retirement plan for you using a holistic financial planning approach. We help you identify and prioritize your financial goals in retirement. Then, we look for opportunities to achieve your goals, guiding you through important decisions before and after retirement. We identify various risk factors that may impact your retirement plans. We review your investment portfolio. We analyze your cash flow situations. We help you with important decisions, like when to apply for Social Security benefits so you can optimize the amount you receive, or which accounts to take your retirement income from to minimize taxes and keep more of your money in your pocket. So get ready to enjoy your retirement by having the right plan in place. Don't wait. Reach out to us today. So if you have any more questions or things that are concerning you as far as retirement is concerned, feel free to reach out to us. We'll love to work out with you there. So, Chris, um, are there some final words that you kind of want to mention as far as the, the line within and um, leadership and anything that we spoke about today? No, I mean, it's just been an absolute honor to be on this. And I just think there's such an opportunity for men to realize that you can be the leader God intends you to be. And. You know, if you feel isolated, if you feel alone, if you feel like you're just up against a wall, you know, you got to have yourself surrounded by a community of brothers that are going to love you, that are going to support you, and they're going to guide you. And, you know, we don't need a, to be surrounded by a bunch of yes men. We need right. to be surrounded by people who are actually going to be that iron that sharpens iron. And when you think about that verse, we think of, it's so cliche. You know, like we, we, so many people know that verse, but when you actually look at the process of iron sharpening iron, it is tough. It's abrasive. It is brutal. And that's what it takes to grow. You know, it's not, we don't grow during the, the, the easy times of life. We grow when, when we're up against a wall and we have to stand firm. So that's what we're all about. Just helping men to be the leaders God intends them to be. And just hope people check that out. You can always email us at support at the lionwithmen.us. I check that email all the time. It comes to my phone. So be glad to, to answer questions directly. If people want to see the community first, I do that too. So I mean, whatever we can do to serve others is what we're going to be doing. So uh, just thank you. And that would be my my charge to, to, to the man is to take action. Well, that's that's a blessing. And, and one thing I do want all of our listeners to definitely understand about Chris, and this is um, a little bit off of the podcast here, but Chris is a giver. And I'm not just saying that, right? Chris, let me let me let me tell you, Scott, tell this. I'm going to tell the story, Chris, hopefully that you, okay. don't, you don't mind. We had to reschedule Chris's first recording here uh, on the podcast, and he was so kind. And y'all know me very organized, very on time. I was crushed. Whenever I miss a meeting or if, I, if I'm if i late to something, it just hurts my soul to, to no end because I know a lot of people trust us to be here and to provide. And you, even you as listeners, you want that material, you come, you crave it. 
And he was so kind and he was so humble and, and so generous. I just is I can't repay it because there's not many times that I need many. I'm very self-sufficient. But to know that somebody didn't take advantage of that opportunity and was still showing me grace really showed the God within him. So these things that he's talking about, these resources, these these memberships, this is not about trying to just build his community to pad his pockets. No, far from. Chris has really said, I remember this vividly. Chris says, how can I help your listeners? Like, I was like, hey, we could break down the, the, the podcast. We could talk about what we, we need as far as leadership. He's like, how can I help? your listeners. And that's all he cared about. So he's like, I have something that I think could be very helpful for those who are listening. How can I help? And it's this idea of service that God is going to give back. He's like, those who are truly given will come back tenfold. And, and Chris is truly given. So if you're a little overwhelmed about what the resources are and everything else like that, I, what I want you to do is just go. Just go to his website, thelinewithin.us. We, we brought it up a couple of times. There should be links in the descriptions, things of that nature. Go listen to his podcast. Be a part of that community because you're not going to get the full effect of how it feels to be around men until you are. I'm going to make this last comment, Chris. And a lot of things that we do in school is theory. You read a lot of books about theory. What men said hundreds of years ago, 50 years ago, 25 years ago. You know, you, you think and grow rich and all these books here. But until you really get into the lifestyle, until you really get around men, do you really feel the power that those books are actually talking about? Um, you know, these these axioms, these proverbs are what they call short phrases for long experience. The, the proverbs of Solomon came from decades and decades of trial and error. And the line within is that short community after long experience that Chris has been through and he's compiling it from his perspective and other men to bring to you so you can enjoy it just as fast as you enjoy a meme, right? So how beautiful is that to get decades and decades of experience month by month to month to men who are living through it, okay? So go check them out. Chris, thank you for coming on the show. You are a joy. Um, before we go, um, can you once again just tell people where they can reach you, how they can reach out to you um, and, and get engaged with the line with them? Absolutely. I mean, our, our, our primary website, thelionwithin.us, or you can email support at thelionwithin.us is directly or your social media. Pretty active on Instagram as well as Facebook. Uh, we post stuff there every day. And then our YouTube channels where we drop all our, our content. So we'd love to see you in any, any of those areas. And if you searched at the line, the line within us, you should be able to find us on those platforms. Sounds good. To all of my listeners, thank you for joining <laughs> us for another exciting episode aimed at helping you the retiree become a better steward of the wealth God has blessed you with. If you have decided to retire and need a financial advisor to help you make some of life's most difficult financial decisions, such as how should I invest my retirement? What happens to my money when I die? How do I plan so I don't outlive my money? And most importantly, how do I do it all while following the commandments of God? Stay tuned because we have a very special offer for you. AB Ridgeway Wealth Management. We know how difficult it can be to make financial decisions on your own. As a faith-based investment firm with nearly a decade of experience, we provide you the tools to be good stewards over the financial blessings God has ordained for you. Imagine the feeling of confidence you will have when you are preparing the next generation to carry on your financial legacy. We believe when you structure your finances from a biblical perspective, you become more confident 
and feel empowered to make those crucial financial decisions that will make God proud. The process is easy. First, you'll fellowship with one of our advisors and together we will learn more about each other and discuss how we can bring you peace of mind. Next, we'll complete a customized financial plan that is a reflection of you and your vision for the future. And once you've reviewed it, the last step is for you to live the faith-based life you've always dreamed of. Have you ever worried about making the wrong financial decisions? Are you afraid of running out of money after retirement? Well, let me ask you this. If you have the tools necessary to make confident financial decisions that were spiritually in line with the word of God that could bring you some clarity, would you use them? If so, schedule your consultation now and allow AB Ridgeway Wealth Management to focus more on your finances so you can focus more on your family. By scheduling your consultation now, you'll have the tools needed to live out the retirement you have always prayed for. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is you. Once again, go to www.abrwealthmanagement.com and schedule a consultation with a Christian financial advisor and start living the rich and righteous life God has promised in his word. Until next time, I am A.B. Ridgeway, Mr. Christian Finance himself, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. I hope that you've been blessed. As always, this episode was created by A.B. Ridgeway, owner of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management, a virtual and in-person fee-only advisor that believes that financial advice should have God in it. If you need help figuring out your finances, feel free to reach out to us at 337-414-3686 or visit our website at www.abrwealthmanagement.com and schedule a free consultation. New episodes are available every Friday, so be sure to subscribe. You can also listen to our podcast on your favorite platforms, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Or simply visit our website and join our family. I am A.B. Ridgeway, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. Elijah One Ridgeway is an investment advisor representative and owner of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor which produces a podcast show and makes it available on his website and through other distribution channels. Elijah One Ridgeway and any guests on the podcast are providing their own views and opinion are not necessarily the views and opinions of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management. Nothing on the podcast should be construed as solicitation or offer or recommendation to buy or sell any specific security. Investment advisory services are only provided to investors who become A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management client pursuant to a written investment management agreement. Clients of AB Ridgeway Wealth Management may hold positions and securities discussed in the podcast. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk and may lose money. Financial advisors say the Darnestein podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied on for any investment decisions. Instead, please consult a financial advisor, accountant, attorney, and or conduct your own due diligence.